Um, I want basically a man that's willing to, you know, someone that's outgoing, um, career oriented, loves God, um, just someone that I can kind of be there for. We both have to have like, I have a business, so I, I would prefer to have someone who's more outgoing and have a business as well so we can be business partners, um, friendships. And you ever watch my program? I'm sorry? You watch my program? Mm-hmm. Now, you know, you, you, you're saying all kind of things that are just like tripping. Partners, we're not partners. We're not partners. There's a vertical, there's a, we're, there's a relationship, but there's not partners. Um, and due respect, everybody who owns a business does not be with another business owner. We need employees. So anyway, so what I would suggest is this, put some more thought into it because whenever I ask you ladies what you're looking for, it's just this general boilerplate. I'm looking for a God fearing man who's ambitious and and that could be almost anything. Mm -hmm. Can you honestly say you've sat down and for an hour or more really focused on what it is you want in a man? Yeah, I think about it all the time. I even make lists for it. <laughs> So what are, what are your deal breakers? Um, I, I would prefer that. So number one believes in God. If, if he's not religious, that's, that's one of my, um, deal breakers. Believes in what God? A God or your God? Just religious overall, not my God. Okay. Oh yeah. So if he, so if he believes in Buddha? I mean, it, I'll see, say this is this is what I mean. When I'm asking for your deal breakers, if you see my thing is if you really sat down and thought about it, when I ask you for your deal breakers, you should be able to tell me, especially bullet points and bullet one point one two three. Non-smoker, uh, no children, um, and Christian. Those are my deal breakers. Got you can't smoke, you can't have any children, it must be Christian. That's deal breakers. What are your deal breakers? Okay, so I'll I put focus on Christian. Um, not, I don't, I prefer someone that's like educated um, because I'm educated as well. What does that mean? I know plenty no, of people with degrees who are dumb as hell. And I know plenty of people who, who graduated from high school who are intellectuals. Willing to learn, not. How do you define educated? Someone who's willing to learn. We go through life where we, should learn and continue to learn so not necessarily saying he has to have a college degree or you know have a business or things like that but just willing to learn because it's always things that we can learn well, then that's not educated that's not educated educated means he's attained some sort of education when you say educated what do you really mean i mean willing to learn that's my definition of educated so willing to learn so he could have a ged if he can so you see how see what i'm trying to show you ladies is you have plenty of women trying to help women do this stuff but you ladies are the blind leading the blind because you're so imprecise you must get very granular because at the end of the day you know what kind of lifestyle you want to be leading by the age of 40. true or false true do you want, and let's talk about the lifestyle. Um, do you want to, you want to live in a home or do you want to live in a high rise? In a home. 
how many children would you like to have? I'll say minimum three. Three. You want each child to have their own room? Yep. You want to have room for uh, guests? Yes. Okay. Um, so if you have three children and at least a guest room, that means you're going to need at least six bedrooms. What, yeah, state, would you like? what, what state would you like to live in? Um, California is my first choice. What part, northern or southern? Northern. Northern. Do you have any idea what a six bedroom house in Northern California runs? I know it's very expensive, yes. What is it? Give me a ballpark. I mean, I know it's in the millions. No, nope. it cannot be, we cannot do this. See, I, mean, I don't I know said, the exact amount, but I, I said know. a ballpark. See, I, see, what you guys are showing is you don't want putting numbers to it because you feel like that limits stuff. No, what gets, you need to focus on it. Six bedrooms, Northern California, the kind of neighborhood you want to live in, what do you think it costs? I'll say an estimate number, so 17 million. 17 what? Million. I'm just estimating it right now. Well, and, I don't see, know. and see, and this is what I, this is in particular for black women. You got you, you ladies got to start. You really got to start being serious about the numbers mm -hmm. because if you can't concept, you can think about it, but you can't conceptualize it. How much does a six bedroom? house cost in Northern California. See, this is how men think. Men are very logical. We, we just go through the project. A six bedroom home in Northern California. Do, 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 do. Oh, Jesus Christ. Are you thinking the Bay Area? It doesn't matter. What's the estimate? That are you thinking the Bay Area? It changes things. Um. I like to get a perspective from the Bay Area and the different areas. Well, see, Bay Area, Sacramento, all these Sacramento. things. Sacramento. Okay, I mean, all right, let's just, you're, you're looking at at least $900,000. Okay. Okay. $900,000. So this is what I mean, ladies. You need to start thinking about the, because I can ask you about the men. Y'all are going to give me some, in my opinion, bullshit. You're going to all give me these bullet points that can match everybody. That's why I focus on the lifestyle. Six bedrooms, uh, Northern California. What kind of car would you like to drive? My dream car, I'll say, is a Porsche. What kind of Porsche? Um, SUV, any like a SUV related Porsche. Okay. Not and about how much do those cost? They're ninety thousand up to you know hundred thousand in that range. All right. What'd you go to school for? Um, I got my bachelor's in advertising public relations and my master's in student affairs and leadership. All right. So uh, I always ask this question: What percentage of the overall family financial load do you want to have to be responsible for for a lifetime with those three kids? Okay, could you repeat the question? What percentage of the overall family financial load do you want to have to be responsible for for a lifetime? Meaning, right now as an adult, 
you are responsible for 100% of your financial load for your lifetime. Oh, so you're asking what percentage that I want? After you're married. After I'm married. Because right now, as a single person, you're responsible for it all. Mm -hmm. After you're married, what percentage for it all do you want to be responsible for? 50. 50. That means at most you could take out for two weeks out of every year. That means your children will be raised. You have a baby. A kid's going to have to go to daycare after the 12 or 13 weeks out. That means if you take a hidden income, um, the family is at risk. Is that what you're saying that? Yeah, I'm listening. Is that, is that what you're thinking? Now? I mean, what I'm thinking, so basically that will put you on 100% equality with your spouse. That means you're, 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 you're carrying just as heavy of a financial load as your husband. Is that what you're saying you want? It's what you expect. I mean, it's not what I expect, but I know that that's the type of person I am. So I want. That's not the question. It's not the question. See, and and this is why men are better at this than women. You guys conflate things. Do you want to have to be pregnant? Uh, do you want to have to be pregnant with one kid, with another kid in daycare while you're going to work? No. The man, thank you. Pregnant with one kid because you want your kids pretty much step stair step like most people. Mm -hmm. But at that age, hold I on, hold on, no, no. See, you guys, you guys, see. Go ahead and say it. So go ahead and say it. So I get it out. At that age, what? At that age, I want to already be settled to where, like, within my businesses and or our businesses, if you know he has one, I won't have to work. Right. So you want to start off your marriage, damn near rich. No, I didn't say yeah, that. Yeah, you do. You, Because what you said is at that age, I want to already be settled, meaning I have enough money coming in to where you don't have to work like that, right? Yes. Man, that's damn near rich. See, and that's why I let her say it, folks, because most women think of it this way. They, they, they don't think of life in a continuous stream they think of it well i've got this so when i get married the, the life you want to live is this we can we can we can move into this home in the northern california to where i can work uh as i see fit whether it's from home or this or that i'm making money coming in the house but i'm not having to really go punch the clock so I can kind of take it kind of coast. I mean, it's not like I got a lot of stress. Is that what I'm kind of getting? Yes, but in reality, I want to work and have a business. Okay. Um, so for the kind of lifestyle you want to have, what kind of house, family household income would you need? Total. Um, both of us both making over a hundred thousand um a year well way more over than that well no it's gonna be so for what you described how much do you think it's gonna cost mm. i mean the goal is almost a million dollar house a hundred thousand dollar car 
these are all my dreams and reality. So dreams and reality are two different things. But I'm asking for for what you what you're describing. How much do you think you would need for an annual income? I mean, close to a million. You think about credit. You think about no, no, no credit, no credit, no credit, no credit, income, no credit. Mm -hmm. So the the annual family income, give me a number that I can work with. Um, I'll okay. So for example, I'll say one million. Okay, but it got to be real though, because if it's one million, that means you're making five hundred thousand dollars a year or more. Okay. I'm giving you a number to work with. Well, no, no, no. See, I'm giving you. See, what I'm doing is I'm actually putting parameters to your dreams. Why I'm asking would you do what, that, huh? I said, why would you do that, or why would you put a parameter? You know, if if I feel that I can get to that dream one day, not necessarily saying because today. that's what adults do. I understand that. Why would I put parameters to your dreams? Okay, do you just do you just go someplace and don't look at the menu? You just start ordering. No. Do you okay, that's what you ladies do. You lay, you go into the world and like, well, why would I put parameters? That's like limits. Yes, because there are limits. There are limits, ma'am. You are only. How much do you think you'll make at the height of your at the height of your career? At the height of my career, uh, probably a hundred thousand, a hundred ten in that range, within my career right now, without my business. Okay, at the height of your earning potential, how much do you think you will actually make annually? Right now? Ma'am, by the time you're 40 years old, at okay. the height of your earnings, what do you think you'll be making? Two to 300,000. Okay, so one of the problems we have in our community is we don't, we don't plan out relationships. We just dream. So you're finding a little trouble stepping through what I'm saying to where it's feeling restricted. Have you, that's why I said, have you ever sat down and thought about this stuff and you can't have thought about it to the level it needs to be because you would, you would understand that the kind of home you're talking about, a million dollar home, six bedroom home, what kind of man earns the kind of money you're talking about making? to where you can work and live the way you're talking about. What percentage of men make that money? Very low percentage. So probably 10, probably under 10%. Or are you looking at demographics or are you just- I'm just looking at all men period, man, because if you're talking about having a household income of several hundred thousand to a million dollars. And even if you were doing 50-50, that means you have a man who's making $500,000 a year. Okay. What percentage of men make that? Very low percentage. What? Give me a ballpark. It's under 10%. Under 10% is not, is not, give me a more precise ballpark. Under 10% could be 9.99999 or 0.000000. Give me to the nearest single digit. 4%. Mm. 
You're looking at, for $500,000 or more, you're looking at one-tenth of one percent. One-tenth of one percent of men. And of the women, you're looking at a tenth of that. So if there were a hundred men, a tenth of a percent would be a tenth of one man. That's just from the income. Why? Why is? Why is this? Do you? Do you? Is it starting to make sense? Why? The example I just went through is so important. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Why do you think? Why? Why do you think it is? Just looking at finances. If you know we're pursuing this goal or pursuing the type of man that we want, just knowing that we should at least set a a barrier, not a barrier necessarily, but a perimeter in your in your words. But what did your father do for a living? You said what my father do? Mm -hmm. My father, he's 82. Um, my father actually only went to middle school. He never passed middle school. He was born. What, what did he do for a living? Um, he worked at a factory. What did your mother do for a living? She went to the army and she was a chef. See, see, you got normal people. Why are you, why are you dreaming these million dollar dreams? Because I want to be the, just like in my family, I'm the first person to be, you know, break the first generation, go to college. And I also want to but, but, that, you but, know. But, but understand, to go to college, you're talking about the, going from to college to being the president. But why so, can't I do that? Though? Well, I'll, let's go down that path. Saying so this is where it starts to get rough mm -hmm. because dreams are fine. But you got to be a realistic one. It's not about probabilities. It's not about possibilities. Too many of you ladies deal in what's possible and not what's probable. And men deal with what's probable. How tall are you? I'm five six. Dress size? Eight. How much did you weigh the last time you weighed yourself? Probably like one sixty. One sixty one was the last time. Okay. Um, where would you rank yourself on a scale from one to 10? First face out of the shower, your natural hair. Can't you set? You said, well, I rate myself on one mm -hmm. to 10. Just your face, fresh face out of the shower. You can't use seven. Eight. Okay. <laughs> Beyonce's an eight. Kelly Rowland's a nine. Rihanna's a 10. That's your rating? That's the rating. That's, that's pretty beautiful and gorgeous. Pretty beautiful and gorgeous are eight, nine, and ten. So where would you rank yourself? Would you adjust anything or would you stay there? I'm still gonna stay there. Okay. So if you were standing in a room next to Beyonce and women of her of her ilk, men would pick you at the same rate they would pick her. No. Just sight on scene. Sight on, just on sight. No. <laughs> then, then, man, you can't stay there. I understand that, but well, you... No, you don't. No, no, no. See, this is this is where you guys get into your ego. This is why I'm trying to... We're educated, right? Yeah, we're educated. So let's act as... Let's move emotion to the side. Let's use our education. If you are truly an eight, I should be able to put you in a room with other women who are eights. 
and you should be getting selected at the same rates as those other women solely based on your look, nothing else. So if I put you in a room with 10 Beyonce's, nine Beyonce's and you, out of 100, out of, out of 10 times, how many times do you think they would select her versus you? 10 out of 10. So they would select her? They select her, yeah. Okay, so by simple logic and deductive reasoning, can you still be an eight? No, in the range of what you're saying, no. So that's <laughs> the range. That's the range, ma'am. That's the range because in your life, have you experienced pretty, beautiful, or gorgeous outcomes? Meaning, the kind of men that go for Beyonce, Kelly Rowland, and Rihanna approach you in your life with the intent to date you romantically the kind of men that make that kind of money, that kind of access. They, they, they sift through the crowd, they see you and say, I'm gonna, these men do that. That, you're asking me that, that will pick, mm -hmm. I say, does those type of men do that? Yeah, yeah, men who, men who go after women like that. Mm -hmm. You, do you have those kind of outcomes? Meaning you have, you have, you have had and still have those kind of men approaching you. No. Okay. Then if you don't have those men approaching you. They do, but not the men that approaching Beyonce. Like the, the example is, you know, I'm not famous or, you know. No, no see, I, I've, I said it five times. Looks alone, they don't know anything about you. I'm saying Beyonce, men don't know anything about her. It's just her look. So you're just saying looks? Yes, for the, for the, so in your life, do you have men who are $500,000 or more earners approaching you to, to, for serious relationship or marriage consideration? No, and that's only because I haven't put myself out there. In that's, the not, that's, that's not why. I mean, I, that's a piece of what's why. That's not why though. What, what's the reason why? Ken? Because you're not on their level. I know I'm not on their level yet. I'm not, not it's not on that level yet. How did, how could you get on that level? By applying myself and how? facing my goals. To men, don't, men don't pick women the way women pick men. See, that's what I'm trying to get you to understand. In your mind, the reason these high earning men don't approach me is because I'm not putting myself out there. That's not it. That's yeah, not I'm not it. on their level. Honestly, no, I'm not on their level. Right. And... and there's nothing you can do to put yourself on their level. Why is that? Can I? Okay, I'll, I'll tell you why. Because there are plenty of women who are look as good or better than Beyonce, who have everything that you have to bring to the table. These men that you're talking about have tremendous amount of options. And you are, how many times you say five foot six? Five foot seven? Mm -hmm. Dress size 10? Eight. 810, 170 pounds? 160. 160. I mean, I'm just, you have a fuller face. Let's just say 160, um, still within a range. I would give you uh, an, a rating, facial rating. Is that your hair or is it extensions or something? It's extensions. So where's your hair length at, naturally? 
Uh, I'll say like right here. I can't see. Like right behind my neck. Like okay. Here. So I would say, and you're in what state, Michigan? I would say I would give you five to six. That means average looking to cute. Um, and in your life, I would assume that when you were in junior high, high school, when you're in public, when you're at university, you were you you had guys, you, you didn't have the 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 captain of the football team, the the high level guys at your age level approaching you. They were approaching women who were the the just different women. You were getting men about on your level. No, I mean in high school, yeah, because I won like homecoming and I was like the captain of the Palm Squad. So like, okay. but would you if there was a statewide beauty pageant, would you have been in it? I was in the pageant before. Statewide beauty, I said a beauty no. pageant. No. Okay, ma'am. So, and I'm I'm going through this because this is the problem in our community in our in our world. We have taken average people and told average people that everyone is special and that everyone deserves to dream as big as they can and everyone deserves to be millionaires. And, and it's just not the way the world is. It's simply not. So, and it's even more insidious in our community because so many of our women have been told they have that same message that everybody can is a winner. And then we've also lumped on to black women get your education in a business that even further, further elevate your standard. But then when you out here, get out here amongst the kind of men you're talking about, and I can tell you beyond a shadow of a doubt, the kind of men you're talking about, the earning the kind of money you're talking about, they wouldn't pick a woman like you for several reasons, looks being one of them. One, you're too worried about making money, being a business owner, an entrepreneur, and all this other kind of stuff. And these kind of men are looking for women raising traditional families who want to be mothers and support systems and put their man first. And that's why I wanted to get on your show, just to ask that question right there. But, but see, you would, and then too, due respect, ma'am, your goal, your, your dreams are exceedingly high. They, I mean, wouldn't you want to dream high? No. Why wouldn't you want no, to dream high? No, no, You can dream high. See, here's the problem. You can dream what you want to, but I think we spend too much time dreaming, especially today. Our women need to deal with what's probable. See, you've been told dream as big as possible so you get as much, and, and the dreams you have are materialistic stuff i don't want material you asked you when we first started ma'am if you okay ma'am you asked me what kind of house i want and right I, you do want okay you want you want at least three children do you want those children to be raised in a, an apartment no then it's not the bs off you do have materialism you want i have things i want but you never asked but ma'am ma ma'am ma'am you want a porsche due respect ma'am those cars are not for average income people. I know they're not. I know they're not. So the things you want, I've listened very well. I don't think you like the way it's coming around because I don't think you think of yourself as a materialistic person. But everything that we've talked about requires a lot of money. Yes, I know that. More money 
than most women earn, more money than most men earn. You said out of your mouth that by the time I start having kids, I would like to have my business and all this stuff set so I could pretty much work at my leisure. What percentage of women do you think have that option? one percent i know it's low what percentage of, what percentage of mothers in this country have to work either full or part-time let's say 80. yep close hmm. i'm not i'm not i'm not into statistics you well, know because because <laughs> it, it, and here's the thing i think it would have been far better for women in general, black women in particular, to be raised with what's probable. So, because you, so many of you ladies are dreaming so big that you don't even see what's suitable for you in, right in front of you, so you overlook it. And then when what's suitable for you, you finally start recognizing because you're not getting what it is you think you deserve, y'all call it settling. Average looking women have always gotten with average looking men and have average lives. Except 20 to 30% of people, men in this country, own businesses. But that we have 60 to 70% of our women all trying to be business owners for money. For money. The reason why I want to be a business owner. You didn't ask me my thing. <laughs> Sorry, or you never asked. Do you me want to be in business? If you if, do, you want would you want to be in business if you were going to earn the same amount of money you would earn at a job? Yes, yes. Why? Because I realize just my passion in life, and my passion mm -hmm. is to educate and make a difference. So, if I can't do that within my job, then I prefer to do it within my business. Do you understand? If you said yes, I would. I, so, get, get all all things being equal. Well, not all things being equal. You're saying that I would rather own a business and, uh, than go to work at a job if I'm gonna make the same amount of money. Yes. Do you understand that working in a business, you work far harder? Yes, I understand that. I've so, been Excuse me. So if that's the case, who's gonna raise the kids? Cause you gotta work harder at the business than you do at the job. And you can't be in two places at one time. Can I explain to you what type of business it is? Necessarily. I don't care what kind of business it is, it's still work that has to be done. You yeah. can't be in two places at one time. No, you can't. So either so what is more important? To be a business person and leave your and leave your kind of dreams or passion, or to be a mother to your children and a wife? Okay, if that's really, if that's the case, ma'am, then I want you to go back and listen to this whole conversation because nothing that we have talked about and what you want to do, it's been your passion, your this, your that. And I'm not making it, what I'm, what I'm trying to show so many women is why it's so hard. Mm -hmm. why, why, why women are quitting matchmaking for you guys. They're quitting because according to the women who are matchmakers, Women today have unrealistic ex 
It's expectation. Ma'am, and, and, and off the rip, three children and a six bedroom house is an unrealistic goal for the average person. You have to have a you have to have a you have to have a substantial income. Yes, I do want a bigger bigger family. That's just the goal for me. So okay. what did I, what, did I, what was the other part? To have that in a six bedroom home, you have to have what? Money, income. Right. Yes. Right. And what and and that's so whether you want to call it materialistic or not, that is materialistic. A six-bedroom home is for people with what? A higher income. Right. Right. So if your grandfather was an average person and your mother was an average, if your father and your mother were average people, you're the first person to go to college. Why are we going from here all the way to, to the tippy-tippy top of Mount Rushmore? Why not more, more probable, which are more likely, but you don't you don't think that way. You think it's better to just put it way up here. I think it takes steps to get way up there. Okay, uh, have you had a okay? When was your last relationship? Twenty eighteen. How long did it last? Four years. I was in a relationship like my senior year of high school, all the way up into my my last year right before I got my bachelor. So like 2019, it's 2015 to 2019. Was he in college too? Nope. Was he older than you or younger than you? Yeah, older. How much older? Like five years. Now what do you do for a living? Work. What does that mean? What kind of job? Oh, like a factory job. Okay. So let's take it away from you. If you, if there's a woman who comes from regular working class people and she, and she went and her boyfriend was a regular working class person, is it more probable that she's going to end up getting a life that's kind of in line with where she came from or a upper class life? When you transition like a from the past relationship, is it? Do people? Is that what typically? Man, if what? I, okay, what's the probability of that happening? To 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 you to all women, because what I'm asking, if you come from average, it's not it's not it's not the norm that you transition to upper class. No, it's not norm. So. In order for it to happen, it's exceedingly what? Rare. I understand. So if it's exceedingly rare, it's a rare woman that gets it. And I'm and I and all the men are sitting there pulling uh pulling their hair out because what I'm saying to, to most women seems like you're just killing our dreams. No, I'm actually opening up your life to say dream fine, but dream realistic. Because life is cold. Mm -hmm. When you go out and when you go out into Chicago or wherever to get into if even if you went out, you'd be standing in line to get in the club or the spot with everybody else. The kind of women 
to get the kind of men you're talking about are in VIP. So it is far better to be realistic with what it is because your goals are very high and you can have them, but frustration in life tends to come when uh, expectations don't meet with reality. And your, your, your goals are some of the highest I've, I've talked to in the last several months. That's really I'm, high. So I like to have that passion, dream high, because if you wake up, meditate, and you know, think that this is going to happen, push yourself, read books, learn, take courses into ways to get to that place, you can break that barrier. And that's just been my thought process on it. Okay. So that's why I tend and to- what's your degree? You said your degree is in what? So my bachelor's in advertising and public relations, and then mm -hmm. my master's is in um, education and student affairs and leadership. And are you, are you working right now? You, were, you said you had a business. I just finished this year, so. Okay. Yeah, working right now. Uh, so how long you had a job? How did your job? Um, for a couple months. I I just literally graduated, so I just finished my past job. But and you're and you're and you're making your entry level income is in what range? Um, I'll say like forty, fifty thousand. Mm -hmm. And do you have a business yet? Yes, I just started my business. And what's that business? Um, it's called Branding Expert. So, yeah. Okay. So, so, but, but I think it's fair to say that at your age, you really don't have much experience with, you don't have a client base. I just started and I have a client. So, so, okay. Even if you have a client base, it's not, it, it can't be, but it doesn't no, go. It's not, it's nothing over, no. <laughs> so my point is, man, you are, you just graduated. Yeah. You're making 20 some odd dollars an hour. And instead of, and with most people, and that's with the masters, when most people would be sitting down saying, you know what? I need to get good at doing this one thing. You're doing this thing and you got this thing. No, and, I'm doing one thing. You got well, a business? And got, getting my business. So I guess that's two things. I'm working and starting my business. I know you can't serve two masters. So I know what it means to have a, to either you have a career, but you got a career and a side hustle. Yes, but it, in order to grow that, it has, you have, where, so what are you saying? You saying you can only work or be a business? I, I, what I'm saying is, um, what I'm saying is the person who has 25 plus years in corporate America, 11 years in advertising and marketing, you ladies come along every day thinking just because you can get an LLC. I never said all of that. <laughs> Ma'am, my point, okay. My point is you haven't accomplished anything yet and your, your dreams are extraordinarily high. You don't even have a year under your belt. So starting a business, in my personal opinion, for somebody who's your age, who has how are you gonna help market somebody on branding? Because it's all theory at this point. You haven't worked for anybody. Okay, ma'am, understand. See, see, when you it's, this is why the, I think the internet is so good, but it's also so dangerous. The way business works is you used to have to actually go out and and be something. You had to go work for somebody to learn something, and then once you became proficient or an expert in it then you were then qualified to go start your own business. 
and go to the market and say, I'm qualified because I worked for Acme and Company or Johnson and Son. I learned from these people. But today, because you have the internet and you can put a website out, people think you can just speed the process up when at the end of the day, the consumer, the market hiring you is hiring a novice. You don't have any work history to pull from. The only thing you have to pull from is what you've learned. Yes. And what you charge somebody for in the open market is unfair. You're charging them basically to practice on them. That's that's how this works. So, and then, and the funny thing is while you're doing this, if you're doing something in your side job that is a conflict of interest with your current job, that is unethical. No, they're too they're Good. But my point is, how are you going to become a, a professional or an expert at this and grow this when both of these things require full focus. What is the other thing that you're saying? My, my job? You have a job oh, okay. and a business. Both require full focus, but it makes sense because you talk about children and being a mother and a wife the same way. And being a mother and a spouse requires Full focus, not something you just do as an afterthought. But this is why so many women, that's why I have that whole song, I'm a PhD. Y'all think that getting married and having a kid is just, well, I'll just get married and have a kid. And because I'm making some money, I'll hire people to raise my family. And then I'll just get a guy with money into the workout and it doesn't. Probability, one in four black women will marry. And the average black marriage is lasting less than five years. When, when the divorce is filed, sadly, women are filing because irreconcilable differences, unhappy. And you're usually unhappy because your expectations don't meet with reality. Your expectations are going to be really high. So I'm going to, I'm going to say that go back and listen to this segment uh, because, you know, it took me off guard of where I wanted to be, but, but this is, Far too many women are thinking like this. There's no relationship possible. Another woman who wants to, to, to have something, I mean, it's almost like you want to be a man. You got all these dreams and I got this and that and I want this because to get the outcome, to get the lifestyle you want, you got to make a lot of money. I don't care how you slice it. And I'm going to ask you this and then we're going to wrap up. With no heat, no judgment meant I need you to understand that no heat, no judgment men. But coming from average middle class people, where did such a appetite for this lifestyle come from? Porsche trucks, six bedroom homes, jobs and businesses. Where, where did that appetite come from? Just furthering my education and my passion. It didn't come from my parents. It didn't come from my family. Further your education, okay. Okay. I'm not saying college. I'm saying learning. Ma'am, what I'm saying, the 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 lifestyle you're talking about. Mm -hmm. Where did coming from regular working class people? 
where did the appetite to say, ah, I don't want to have this. I want to have that. When you see your mentors have that. Okay. Well, you have, you have mentors who are millionaires? Yes. At since what age? What you mean? What age? Since what age? Oh, this year, this year. Okay, ma'am. So this is a new thing? Yes, this is new. And how old is your mentor? Um, he is about 30. I don't know the exact age, but he's in his 30s. And how many mentors is this? I have three mentors. And they're all millionaires? Two are, one not. And, the, and how, how old is the oldest? Um, the oldest, he's 41. Is he married? He's not, but the other one, Spectacular, he's, he will, he's not married, but he's um, engaged. So did you meet these millionaires at school? No. You know, mentors at, mentor at school? No, I took their course. Well, one, I took his course and one I met through him. Course? Course, like a course. Okay. Yes. And, and where'd you where'd you find these courses? Education. What you mm -hmm. say? Where'd you find these courses? On, um, just Instagram. I found spectacles on Instagram. So you found. So you were looking for them, or you saw them in the feeds? Looking for him. You were looking for them. How'd you know to look for them? Because I wanted to learn about entrepreneurship and how to grow on social media. Thank you. And Thank you. That's what, I, and that's exactly what I mean. Ultimately, thank you. This is why we end up is so thrown off as a culture. We are so quick to be trying to look for a cheaper, quicker route. It's not cheap. I mean, I need. So, what's the easiest way to get a? Minute? There is no free money. You're an average woman with an average degree. You don't get to. These people don't get to be millionaires. So my point is, I'm, I'm going to talk right past you. This is why multi-level marketing, these get-rich-quick schemes, these uh, courses are so rampant in the Black community because we don't want to do it the slow, long way that's been shown to work. Everybody's, remember I ran that show, The Lion's Den, with Ramil Amir a year and a half ago, where the shark tank meets the voice. And we had so many people coming in who wanted, my saying before I got a PhD was, there's no such thing as free money. Everybody wants free money. You just sat here and, and um, laid out a life of a woman who was raised probably middle class from just solid, decent, hardworking folks. Then all, but then because you've heard entrepreneurialism which is everywhere now, everywhere. You didn't go to college to be an entrepreneur. You went to college to get a degree. What'd you go to college for? Well, it wasn't to be an entrepreneur. What were you going there for first? Advertising and public relations. Thank you. Advertising and public relations because you're going to go get a job. But because you get on Instagram or Facebook and because all these ads for Ty Lopez and these kind of looking over here, you can make this much money. They're everywhere. That's not. I know what I'm talking about. I don't need you to tell me I don't know what I'm talking about. 
No, the black community don't educate. Okay, I, I don't. I know what I'm talking about. Yep. Right. I know what I'm talking. Yeah, bye bye. Uh -uh. Don't need. <laughs> don't need your part of this. I know exactly what I'm talking about. Just cause you didn't drink the Kool Aid. <laughs>